Hi, and welcome to Nectar of the Pods, our funny little bonus show where we talk about anything and everything that's not Percy Jackson. I'm Jane. And I'm Jacqueline. How you doing today, Jacqueline? Oh, I'm doing alright. How you doing, Jane? Uh, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little tired because I stayed up late last night watching a funny movie with you. You watched a movie last night with me? What was it? Uh, it was the movie Hercules, starring, Hercules. I don't know anyone who's in it, Danny DeVito, starring Danny DeVito. There's Danny DeVito, there's Beep, there's uh, <laughs> Tate, there's like, something, there's like Tate Donovan, I think is the voice of Hercules. I don't uh, know, Nick Robinson was in this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> um, someone much worse, someone much worse. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hercules. We watched Hercules last night. Yeah. How'd you like it, Jake? Because I've seen Hercules. You've never seen Hercules. No once before in my life. So how did you find it? Uh, it was it was pretty fun. It was kind of weird, and I think a bit uh busted in some places. Sure. But you know, I I had a fun time with it. Okay, I, I had a lot of fun too. Hercules is to me like one of the one of the really good Disney movies. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah, no, like I think it's like I think it's up there with like the Alice in Wonderlands. The uh, I don't know what's in, is there another good Disney movie? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Five. I think it's up there with like Alice in Wonderland as one of the good <laughs> Disney movies. And so I was really excited to get to see it again. The music was banging. The, the music's very good. Ca- I, 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 I got a little tear in my eye at the end when he, you know, it was Phil's boy. I, it was really good. It was good. Yeah. What, what were your, you said that you have some like objections to it, that it was like kind of bus- busted. What, what, what were you talking about? Yeah, I feel like. I feel like Hercules doesn't really have like a consistent arc as a character. How so? I guess like I don't know, his whole thing about trying to find somewhere where he belongs. I feel like right. that kinda gets dropped in the middle of the movie. And it's more uh, about proving himself to be a hero. Like I feel like those are those are two different arcs he's doing. Right, I see. I think he is doing two different arcs, but I think they're pretty intertwined, and I think they're also both happening. Like, uh-huh. I don't think the arc is dropped. Like, to me, Hercules, he is presented as a kid who's, like, super, like, outcasted. He's not very, like, accepted by his peers. And his arc is him growing more to, like... like Jercules. More like Jercules. That's what I say. <laughs> and... He becomes like a big, like him finding his place to belong is directly tied to him also trying to become a hero, because like he finds a place to belong in a way in Thebes where he's like becoming like a, a sports athlete superstar. He becomes '90s Michael Jordan, right? And that's like, but that's also tied up with the whole hero thing. So I think it becomes like the same arc, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily because I think. Th- it's tied up that way for a reason. Okay. I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. I guess it maybe just feels a little bit dropped because I don't feel like that was where like 
the emotional core of the movie was. I feel like okay, that, that yeah, was a lot more in like the relationship with Meg. That's true. The relationship with Meg was really good. Um, I I enjoyed their dynamic quite a bit. Specifically because it was Meg and she's perfect. I yeah, Meg is good. Of 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 the two Megs in the various like Greek related um things that we've seen so far, uh how would you rank them? Megara from this and Megara from Hades. Uh I guess I would say I guess I would say that hmm. Megara and Hades does peg you, does peg <laughs> Zagreus, so that's uh, good. Yeah, that li- literally happens. But I think Meg in this would also peg Hercules. Yeah, if this and, wasn't a Disney movie. Yeah, and I feel like Hercules could be quite easily talked into it. I think so. He'd he'd be he he would be enthusiastic about it. I think he he would He's... want to give it a try at least. Absolutely. I I think Hercules would be a sweet lover. <laughs> I don't know. One, one, one of my gripes with Hercules early on is that, like, the the way that he is drawn and the way that he's animated before he becomes buff is, uh-huh. like, almost exactly the same as Jim from Treasure Planet. Oh, I didn't... I've never seen that, but I, I, I know what he looks like, and I know, I know what you mean, Jacqueline, too. Jacqueline, we need to watch Treasure Planet together. It is we can one, watch one of my very favorite movies. I know that there's like a chef or a doctor who's like really hot or something. People like him. Uh, I could not tell you off the top of my head who that's referring to. Well, that's fine. We'll, we'll discover together. I do like his design in the beginning because it's very much like... Like teen movie protagonist... Like lanky teen movie oh, protagonist definitely. nerd. And I think that fits super well. It also like heavily emphasizes the contrast between between. It also like heavily emphasizes the contrast between like beginning Hercules and you know like midway Hercules. Yeah, it's it's literally like there is less of him for the Hercules who is a zero, and then more for the one who is a hero. Absolutely. Um. Oh, uh, there's a spinoff series to this. Like I a, have like heard about series. this. It actually showed up I, when I was trying to find it. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Uh, oh, I I watched it when I was a kid, or at least I watched like this like the directed DVD movie of it. It's uh, Hercules Zero to Zero about when he was in high school. Um, and I gotta say, I want to watch that series. <laughs> Can can Hercules be a zero? How so? Had, had like the concept of the number zero been invented at the time when Hercules was meant to be about? Well, that's an extremely random question. And I don't know. I just <laughs> I wouldn't have paid attention to it. But the movie being called Zero to Zero kind of throws the zero thing under a spotlight. I mean, who invented zero? Uh, like e- Egypt? Was that? Is it Egypt? I th- believe it's one of the Arabian numbers. So probably not Egypt. That, huh. I need to look this up now. I'm 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 looking at I'm looking into it. Who um, invented zero? Who it's just showing zero? me the the creator of Code Geass. I see. I see. Who invented zero? 
uh uchikoshi uh who is that i wonder uh <laughs> sorry for the zero skip joke it's fine i made a much more cringe reference most uh, likely date back to the fertile crescent of ancient mesopotamia okay wait what's an arabian well, number then i said that thinking i sounded smart am i completely wrong i mean i know what you're saying because like there's a lot of like numerology numerology oh yeah Ara- is that the right word arabic numer- numerals the decimal hindu da, 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 system with zero was developed around AD 700 yeah i mean i think this zero could i mean zero could have existed then but also hercules isn't was not real you know what you raise a good point let us be clear everyone when we tell you about how hercules drank sports energy drink and battled with the uh, Nemean lion. That did not actually happen. Yeah, come to think of it, one of Hades' minions does have, like, <coughs> a fucking chug jug at one point. So. I... I I would pay money to hear Pain and Panic do the chug jug song. <laughs> like, that would be so good. Who are their voice actors? I'm gonna check. Uh... Pain and Panic are, like, the good universe version of the Monstars from Space Jam. The Monstars are the good universe versions of the Monstars, <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. Oh, that was Bobcat Goldthwait and Matt Frewer. Frewer. That's a weird sounding... Matt Frewer. It's especially weird sounding um, to me, a person who has never heard of these people before. You don't know Bobcat Goldthwait? No. You've never even heard the name Bobcat Goldthwait? I... I don't think so. I guess you would know if you'd heard the name Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, it seems it's, like the kind of thing you take note of. Uh, he's just like a, like a actor comedian type. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, <clears throat> your your police academies, your 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 various writing gigs, all that stuff. Uh-huh. You're on his Wikipedia uh, page, aren't you? I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like, um, you know. <laughs> Uh, what was your favorite song? Uh, hmm. Famously, I know you're a music hater, but <laughs> I, I still want to I'm know. not a music hater. I just like anything that has a sufficiently energetic style, I'll probably be able to listen to it and enjoy it. And like beyond I'm... that, I cannot make any judgments about the quality of music. Honestly, pretty good basis. <laughs> Uh, I really like the opening song with the muses. Not muses, fucking chorus. That's what they are. That was a really good... Like, it's a really great opener. And then along came Zeus. And then along came Zeus. Yeah, that's great. And it's like there's something so... I don't know, elegant about it, or like... And then it gets so poppy. I don't... There's It's perfect. It's It's really perfect. It's a very, like... exciting exposition dump yeah i the use of the like the the muses as like the chorus of the movie is very good it's very it works excellently yeah definitely i Um, also i appreciate and i support that all of them are extremely horny on main oh yeah i it's really funny just how horny they were (laughs) like this is not this isn't your kids' Disney movie where, you know, uh, 
this isn't your mama's Disney movie. Anyway, I, I think I'm getting it mixed up. Would, would it be your mama's Disney movie or your kid's Disney movie? Probably your mama's Disney movie in this instance. This, so, so this is your mama's Disney movie? It's not. Because hers was this, Alice okay. in Wonderland. Right, And ours right. is the one where the muses talk about how bad they want to fuck Hercules. Right, we keep right. Calling, they're definitely the chorus, right? It's not... No, they the the first line of the movie is "We are the muses." Okay, that's why that was in my head. Yeah. Um, uh, you 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 made no mistakes. Do not worry. Thank you. Uh, I I really appreciate the writer on this movie, uh, and that yeah. that writer is Zeus. <laughs> Zeus no, made this not- movie to rehabilitate his image. You're not wrong, though. <laughs> Zeus was so nice in this movie. He was such a nice dad. He's nice. He's monogamous. He's very, like... He's very, like, kindly Christian goddy. Yeah. This is a very Christian Greek god movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, Her- Hercules has gone from bastard son, who is also just kind of a bastard, to Jesus. Yeah, because, like, in the myths, if you don't know... Um, maybe we should quickly summarize. Oh, are we okay. In the myths, if you don't know, Hercules is the son of Zeus and a lady, uh, and he who is not is his a demigod. wife. He was not his wife, but you know, normal, <laughs> and who is like he, you know, does some great acts, gets married to a lady. And then, you know, murders her and his child. And Wait, I didn't know that. that you didn't know that? That's like the big thing about Hercules. I'll um, be honest, most of what I know about Hercules comes from Percy Jackson and the Titan's Curse. Okay. Um, basically, he married a woman named Megara. And uh-huh. Hera, Hera like drove him mad. And he killed Megara and his children. Jesus. Yeah. And he realized what he did. And he went to the Oracle and was like, you know, what can I do? How do I... Like, this is like the original redemption arc. Right. Um, Okay. And he's like, what can I do to make up for this horrific deed I did? But the Oracle is being guided by Hera this time. And so she's like, go to this king and do everything the king tells you. And the king, uh, Eurystheus, tells him to do these ten labors. for. T- uh, and he does ten labors, and then Eurystheus is like, okay, but do two more too. And so he does twelve lab- labors in total. Uh-huh. And that's that's how that's what the labors of Hercules are about. Huh. So that's why they didn't do a sequel. <laughs> that's that's exactly why they didn't do a sequel. Because it would have been Hercules uh, murdering his wife and child and then shoveling shit out of a bunch of stables. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I so Hercules is a very fascinating figure. They couldn't do all that. They couldn't do all that in the Disney movie. Yeah, they couldn't I don't know. I think I think it could have been a bit more grimy. Like Really? I mean I mean this is a Percy Jackson podcast. 
which are kids' books about what massive the gods are. I mean, sure, yeah, but also <laughs> a lot of that is implicit. Zeus and... does directly try to murder a child several times. Nah, like once or twice. That's several. Yeah, but I think we're working from that like very like the gods love you and you know like that very like should i say that word what i don't know i feel like even on podcasts where they swear a lot they draw the line at see you next tuesday oh i i should think I it's that? okay i think it's okay uh i'm gonna bleep it but not bleep bleep the bit where i said see you next tuesday so people know exactly what i said <laughs> you're british and also a lady so it's fine <laughs> That's that's my two cents. That's my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about doing it, and then you got in there first. God, it's it's really good. It's really funny. Um, it's true. We have to talk about the elephant in the room before we stop. Okay. James Woods is the voice yeah. of Hades. And... He, he does an excellent job. He we have to. He puts in a very good performance, and the portrayal of Hades is extremely good. Yeah, it's a little, like, yeah. And the problem is, you can't even totally separate him because so much of the dialogue is like ad libbed. Yeah, it's it. I kind of know this already, but you can tell in the movie that. Hades is like being animated around his dialogue. Absolutely. And I don't know. To that extent, you know, all the voice acting in this movie is great. Even like Tate Donovan as Hercules, very good. This was his fo- first ever voiceover role. Oh, damn. So, really? like, yeah. Like, yeah, he did a pretty good me, job that's... then. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito just sounds like Danny DeVito, but that's fine. That's all he needs to do. Yeah, honestly. Um, see, Susan Egan as Megara, perfect, absolutely perfect. Yep. No, it, nothing it more needs good. to be said. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I have a weird bone to pick with this movie. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Wait, we were talking about James Woods. We should, are we, are we done with that? Oh, he's an evil pest. Yeah. Anyway, I have a weird bone to pick with this movie. Uh, which is that it can't seem to decide how many planets there are. Okay. Okay, so like, the, the setup of the movie is that on a certain date, the planets will align. And that will give Hades like an opportunity to free the Titans and try to overthrow Olympus. The thing is, right. the first time we see a diagram of this, it's like just like something being shown to the audience and there are six planets. And that makes complete sense. The Greeks did not have telescopes. They did not know about any planets beyond Saturn. So that's fine. Thumbs up. You did okay there, movie. That's a nice little bit of attention to detail. Then, later on in the movie, we see like from Earth six planets are lying. So what what gives what where's the seventh planet come from movie What did well, you, what did you do I uh so 
Mercury, my very energetic mother. Uh, <laughs> don't you? How, how did you learn the planets? How did you learn the planets? My very easy method just speeds up naming planets. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my, that's really good. Thank you. Although I think it, mine was... it shouldn't have a P on the end. Sure, it should. No, Pluto is like king, king of the dwarf planets. Listen, dwarf planets are cool. Eris is the king of the dwarf planets. I mean, in terms of size, but in spirit. And actually, in spirit, it's series because that was the first one. But still. Actually, fuck uh, you, listen, Pluto. Listen. Screw you, Pluto. You're, we don't curse in this podcast, Jane. <laughs> Jane, did you forget that we don't curse in the podcast? Uh, I, I did forget. And I'm very sorry about yeah. the profanities that have been said. All right. Bend over in my knee. Did... No. Whack. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, God. We do a horrific podcast here. It's true. Our podcast is uh, beyond reproach. A little bit. <sighs> I don't know. Do you have any more notes or thoughts about Hercules, the movie? No. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's, yeah, it's this just, is, well, okay. it's a bit of fun. Let's talk about the the movie's influence on the Percy Jackson series. I know we're not supposed to talk about that on our, you know. Uh, that's even more taboo than the profanities. Yeah, but this so will probably it, get posted. Now it is your main... turn to get over my knee. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, Miss Janie. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we should probably talk about that because we... We're probably going to post... We said we post the Hercules episode on the main feed, right? We did We did promise to do that. So, let's talk about the connections between this movie and Percy Jackson. Okay. So, the first one of those is... Uh, I think there has to be at least a 100% chance that Percy has watched Hercules, right? I'm sure he has. It's probably why Hercules is his favorite hero. Exactly, because from what you just told me... The only way Hercules could be your favorite hero is if you've only seen this movie. Mm, I don't think that's true. I think, like, if you're into, like, redemption arcs or whatever. I suppose. Yeah, Hercules... but, like, the, the way that he, like, idolizes Hercules doesn't seem to be, like, oh, yeah, I really love this tragic figure in his backstory. It's, like, the same way that a kid loves Superman. I totally, totally like. I think the per. I think you're exactly right. Percy has only seen the movie, and I think that's awesome. Like, I think that's it's like I think it's a detail that like is very implied by the text. It's more than I knew about him, so for sure. Um, oh fuck! What's wrong? The the Disney Plus series. Uh huh. It's gonna have a flashback where he's watching this movie, isn't it? Oh, I could see that. That'd be that might be fun. I need I need to find someone who I can bet ten pounds with that that will happen. Bet ten pounds find... with me. Okay. So How much if, is ten if pounds. It, if it happens, uh, probably like twelve dollars. Okay. 
you could be like, I bet a thousand pounds, which is five dollars. <laughs> and I'd be like, sure, yeah, I will. <laughs> I'll write a contract on that. I mean, we'll both forget by the time the show rolls around. We will both forget. Um, there's we're, the the funny sisters, the, uh, what are they called? Oh, yeah. The Grey Sisters? Uh, no, that's a, that's a book by Mark Lawrence. I don't get it. I know. <laughs> Nobody reads uh, those books but me. Anyway, uh, I don't remember what they're called. They're the ones from the Taxi and Sea of Monsters, right? Yeah, they got one eye. They got one tooth. Um, they. This isn't really connection, I guess, because like they, the Fates. So in Hercules, the Fates are like the Gray Sisters. Yeah, they're kind of the two myths are folded together. Right, right, because they have, you know, the eye and the tooth and all that. Mm -hmm. But in, like, I feel like we had a point about this in, like, a main episode. Like, there was some, like, oh, this probably means that there was some influence from the movie, but I don't remember what that is off the top of my head. All I remember us saying about the fates in Sea of Monsters, or at least I remember what I said about them was that, like... The Grey Sisters. Grey Sisters. Um... Was that Rick was kicking himself for already using the fates because they were basically being used to fill that role? Right, and that right. Probably I... what happened was that you responded, "Well, you know, in the Hercules movie, that is actually what happens." Yeah, would be my for assumption sure. with no memory of the event. That so- that sounds like it could be right. Um, so because I can't, I suddenly cannot think of a single per- connection between this book series and the movie. Uh, we th- were gonna watch this in the first place because Titan's Curse is based on the Twelve Labors of Hercules. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's do a tally. Let's do a we, let's do one last. Uh, oh labor yeah, because we we kind of counted them up in the middle and then never got around to finishing that off. Yeah. So, uh, stables full of shite. That's one. That's, yeah. The first one, Slay the Nemean Lion. You did that. S- number two, Slay the Nine-Headed Lernaean Hydra. Already already slew that at Monster Donut. Uh, three, Capture the sa- the Serenian Hide that can outrun any arrow. I don't think you did that. No. None of that. Oh, wait, are we talking about in the movie or in the books? I thought we were talking about uh, what Percy's done. Or what Percy and his okay, mates yeah. have done. Right. No, he hasn't done that. Um, bring the Aramanthian boar. He get, get the... He got a taxi ride from the boar. That's close enough. Yeah. Uh, clean the stables. Yep, yeah, did that. Ar- arguably. I, th- hey, it happened off screen, but he did it. Arguably. Uh, yeah, okay. Def- I mean, they. Li- it was literally just a scene that was like, oh, "I clean, I clean the camp stables." That's not the same thing. Is I it? feel like it was an illusion, especially since well, we were oh. going into such a Hercules-heavy book. I guess so. Uh, slay the Stymphalian birds. That also sea of monsters, I think. Yes. I don't think any of these have actually changed. I think I don't think we got any after we said it. Um. I think. Well, I think part of that might be. Um, that like Percy's big character moment in that book was saying "fuck Hercules." I don't want to do all the same stuff he did. Right. <laughs> like there wasn't there was the part with the golden apple, but he didn't like get a golden apple or anything. Yeah, he just kind of strolled on through there and went to do something more important. Although the Atlas yeah. thing that is a Hercules thing. 
Uh, yeah, but it wasn't a labor. Well, we jumped the gun by calling Rick Ryden a hack fraud who just copies these things. I don't think either of us ever said that. Maybe I edit it in in post. I guess that's possible. Wait, do you edit the main podcast and I don't know? I edited a few episodes near the start. I guess that's true. Okay, I know this is Uh, completely off base from the Hercules movie. uh Uh-huh. And also not what we're supposed to talk about. When are we going to get more Hades in the Percy Jackson books? Oh. Because we... I want... I want... I mean, this book, probably. We probably will get him, but, like, he was really cool and really intimidating in the first book. And then just hasn't shown up again, even at the... He's not even mentioned at the Winter Solstice, where he should be. No, he's not one of the Twelve Olympians. Yeah, but he goes to those things. Does he? Yeah, that's where, that's where Luke nicked his um, helmet, right? Uh, was it the same Was it the same solstice thing, or was that a different meeting? No, I'm pretty sure what happened was he stole the lightning bolt and the helmet at the winter solstice, and, that, and then everything hit the fan and it all had to be resolved by the summer solstice. I see. Maybe he just didn't go. That's a good question. We really didn't see any of... But I mean, he hasn't been important. That's the main thing. I think it's it's possible that he was just, like, left out of the scene. Because if everyone started talking about, oh, Bianca, she sacrificed herself for us. He might have been like, oh, Bianca, my daughter. Uh-huh. Also, he probably had more important things to deal with, like monitoring his kids or something. I don't know. He's probably watching Nico play Mytho Magic. Caron has gone on strike. He wants another raise. Yeah. Oh, poor whitewashed Caron. Oh, I forgot about that. It's it's eternal. Oh, one, one, one last thing. When do you think we should watch the Sea of Monsters movie? Uh, I remember... end of the end... Oh, right, okay. End of the first five books. So that's that's how far yeah. ahead they go with just, like, stuffing crap from the other books in. I see. Yeah, yeah to be fair, we've got a pretty, you know, we don't have a lot of time before then. And we've got, like, a few, a couple months, I guess. Yeah, maybe like two or three. Yeah. Ah, Christ. Then we'll be starting the Kane Chronicles. Which will be very good or very bad. Yeah. Hopefully good. Hopefully good. I mean, some of the stuff in these books has been weirdly racist. Yeah. But I feel like if I'm crossing my fingers that if you think... I'm going to write a series about the Egyptian gods that you sit down and do your fucking research before you you do that. For sure. And even like, I don't know, like the spread, there's a lot to be said about like the spread of the worship of the Egyptian gods and like imperialism, uh, like specifically like Egyptian imperialism. Um, but also if there are any like racialized caricatures of Egyptian people in this book series or something, that would be evil. Yeah. Uh, Personally, I'm just looking forward to the bit where Obelisk the Tormentor shows up. I would love that. I would literally <laughs> love that. Do you think it's funny that, like, all three of those... Like, one of the Egyptian god cards is named after a, a real god. Um, there's the Winged Dragon of Ra. Yeah. Then there's Obelisk the Tormentor. And Obelisk is just like a rock. It's just named after a big bit of stone, yeah. And then there's Slifer the Sky Dragon. Slifer the executive which, producer. 
Yeah, which is named after an executive producer of Yu-Gi-Oh. Which, okay, I know it was called, like, Osiris the Sky Dragon Red, originally. Yeah, Red Dragon of Osiris or some shit like that. Right, but, you know, it's 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 Slifer. It's Slifer. Yeah. Listen, that's what it I says wonder... on the card I got the other day, so... Mm-hmm. I wonder if Obelisk the Tormentor has a... I always say, like, <laughs> Tormentor because that's what they say in, like, the, in the show. But, like... I mean, then that's correct. It... That's valid. I mean, I guess so, but, like, it's Tormentor, right? It's not Tormentor. Maybe it's just pronounced differently on the card. I guess so. Uh... Hey, Jane. Hello. Do you consider yourself a gamer? Honestly, like, even, like, gamer TM stuff aside, I don't play that many video games these days, so I'm honestly not sure. I feel pretty similarly. I like to play the occasional video game, for sure. I like, video games are a fun pastime. I would never, I would not call myself a, a gamer. I am firmly, I think, in, in the category of quote-unquote casual gamer. Yeah, we are We are the gamer girls that are out to take down the hobby. Absolutely. We are going to ruin we it for everyone. E- we are the e-girls your mother warned you about. We don't make enough money to be e-girls, but maybe one day. Do e-girls have to be, like, rich? I feel like the, the stereotype of the e-girl is, like... Pretending to play a video game, but the controller isn't even on while getting right. thousands of dollars in donations. Like, that's that's the career goals. That's the dream. Should we start tw- streaming on Twitch with our with our boobies out? I mean, you kind of tried that already. And to be fair, I mean, you did a really good job of it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed you. your streams a lot. Um, what was I saying? Support us on Patreon. Um, <laughs> they already do. Well, oh, wait, no, no wait, main yeah. people. We're releasing the main, this the main feed, feed. People, who will get this in a couple weeks. You fucking bottom feeders, taking all of I'm our content be, for free. I'm not gonna be like a Max Fun leech and be like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not gonna be a Justin McElroy and pretend that our viewers who aren't paying for this are any less. That's not that's not my bag. If you are not, if you are not paying for this, I advise you to like be happy with your choices. Yeah. No, to, to be clear, I only said that because on the internet, if you say that to someone, there is a 50-50 chance they'll give you money. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, listeners, we think that you're all... Uh, we probably should Very cool. Yeah, you're very cool. We probably should not start fandoming our audience. <laughs> Listen, we'll start so, a different podcast under different names and then do that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Fendom Podcast. It's <laughs> actually kind of an interesting idea. I'm going to write that down. Um, <laughs> so, Jane. Hello. We're not hashtag capital G gamers, but, you know, sometimes it's fun to see what what's going on in video games. God, we took a long fucking run up at this, and I've only just realized uh-huh. now what you're trying to get to. I mean, you know... <laughs> I think you're gonna cut out about at least f- fifteen minutes of what happened so far. Oh, absolutely. So there be anyway. Anyway, the uh, E3 happened this week. No, last week, and it was. Ba- we said on another bonus episode that we did not care about it at all. Yeah, we just kind of shot on it. Yeah, and I specifically shot on WB. 
for literally only having a Left for Dead clone to show. Yeah, exactly. Give us but... the shitty Harry Potter game. I want it to be a please. disaster, please. Okay, I just thought of the best analogy in the world. Okay. People who only play Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> or like, who who are not willing to expand their horizons beyond Dungeons and Dragons, it's as if asking someone like, "Do you play video games?" and they say, "Yeah, I play the Harry Potter video game," and that's the only video game they play. I mean, yeah, that I mean that's also the same as like. The people on the Harry Potter subreddit who are like, these are the only books I read. I do a reread once every year. Nothing else yeah. scratches my book reading itch like these can. Dungeons and Dragons is the Harry Potter of... Oof. Just sorry to say. Listen, Listen. I've, been, I've enjoyed playing Dungeons and Dragons before. I've, I've had fun so, with friends playing it. I'm, this is entirely divested of quality. Like, okay. people can say that, like, Harry Potter has good parts, too, you know? We've, yeah. we've both listened to the Shrieking you know Shack. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why we're here. Yeah. But, also, we know it's up. Yeah. Evil company, evil morals ingrained inside of it, etc. It's, it's very true. But, that was just an off-the-cuff an- uh, analogy. It was a good what analogy. What is evil... Thank you. What isn't evil, except that it kind of is because Nintendo is an evil company, is the Nintendo E3. Yeah. Jane, would you like to just go one by one through all these big announcements? I would, because I didn't actually watch the show. I just watched the trailer for Breath of the Wild 2 afterwards. Okay. Um, so let's talk first about Shin Megami Tensei Five. Okay, I keep hearing the name of this series and I don't know what it is. Shin Megami Tensei is the series that spawned Persona. No, it's the Megami Tensei is if you've ever heard of like Devil Survivor or like Persona or like Digital Devil Saga, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Of those, I've only heard of Persona. Okay, um. But, like, Persona would not exist without Shin Megami Tensei, which is a still ongoing... It's a game series about, like, like, God... Like, killing God, and, like... Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And, like, philosophy, religion, occultism, science, uh... Be- and, uh, in this... In this game, it seems that the pro- protagonist has been using science to take us estradiol. Hell yeah. Have you, see- have you seen this protagonist? Uh, I have not. Let me let me show you. Okay, so there's like a post transformation and pre transformation character here. Okay. Uh huh. G N C A F for sure. Definitely. This this is Mob from Mob Psycho 100. Once he kind of starts thinking about his gender. <laughs> That's not untrue. <laughs> but and then there's also oh. My problem was that I was typing in Shin Megami Tensei 5. I should have typed in Shin Megami Tensei V. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Fucking Romans. Uh, shout out to the best joke in the in the Hercules movie where the the kids trapped under the boulder uh, said, Someone help! Call IXII! That is very good. This is the transformed human character. Okay, yeah, this... This this is some shy, quiet, closeted girl who is also secretly a magical girl. Shit right here. 
that's the energy this has to me. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for it. I might actually play a Shin Megami Tensei for the first time ever. Now that it's coming to a system I own. <laughs> uh, WarioWare. There's no, there's a new WarioWare game. Wario. Wario. Jane is very tired. Is it Wario or Wario? Wario. Yeah, I feel like that's that's more in line with his brand. Uh, but I always say Wario because it's how I pronounce Wait. things. That's very fair. What? Wait. Was that your friend? Is that Ryamu from? Is that Ryamu Yamemi from Idol Master? What? <laughs> no, it's you my. You know she says Wah. It's my uh, king from the Owl House. Wait. Do I see? Wait. Wait. That's that's another <laughs> thing we need to watch. Simultaneous yes, for with sure. Treasure Planet. Um, there was a Smash announcement. That Kazuya from Tekken is going to be in Smash. Jane fell asleep because Kazuya put her in a headlock and knocked her out. It's true. And it was a mercy because it meant that I didn't have to watch a Smash trailer. (laughs) Do you hate Smash trailers? I... It's not that I hate Smash. It's that I don't care about fighting games. Okay. Well, you're not among friends in this podcast, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm glad that you're excited for it. Let's talk about the biggest news. I mean, I'm not. I'm not really. Oh, I don't play mind, Ultimate then. anymore. Let's talk I about the like biggest announcement. Smash peaked when they put in Sans. Nothing else is really yeah. going to compare to them just doing a meme. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's talk about the biggest announcement now. Okay. The sequel that everyone's been waiting for. Oh, I it's bet she's going to say Breath of the Wild 2. Metroid Dread. Uh, our expectations have been subverted. Jane, have you ever played a Metroid game before? Literally never once in my life. First of all, I'm going to send you I'm going to send you um ROMs to play legally of games that I and you own, and so it's okay for us to do. You're just going to, like, put some cartridges in the post and send them to me. That's right. Uh, watch this trailer on it, send you. I mean, to be fair, I've never played a Metroid game, but I have played so many, like, completely identical indie pixel art Metroidvania games that I basically played Metroid. No, you haven't. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I... There's something so I've special. played a hundred Zeo Drifters... There's something so special at Metroid. Watch this trailer. Everyone go um, watch the Metroid Dread trailer, and we'll cut to when Janie has watched it. This trailer is... It's so powerful and so important. You really think so? Yeah, I think it's its really great that they are, like, representing Samus' struggles with uh, HRT making her infertile uh, by having her shooting blanks at the start of the trailer. God. <laughs> Jane. <laughs> how are you so funny? Thank you. I don't know how. Jeez, that was extremely funny. Um <laughs> Jane, Metroid games are so good. I need you to play a Metroid game. I'm gonna say I'm you I'm have actually, to play Metroid Zero Mission. I'm uh-huh. a little confused. I was under the impression that um like 
Metroid 4 had been teased a while ago and then nothing had been heard about it. Okay, so here's the chronology. Uh-huh. This is just Metro this is just mainline Metroid. I've never played any of the primes, never played any of that. Oh right, um, okay. It goes Metroid Zero Mission. Uh-huh. That's the that's the remake of the first one. Metroid Zero Mission, then Metroid Samus Returns, that's number two. Mm-hmm. Then Metroid Then it goes Super Metroid, which is for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And then number four is Metroid Fusion. This is a sequel to Metroid Fusion. Right, okay. Yeah. Um all of these games, amazing. Metroid, perfect series, eternally good. Let's talk about Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm very, very excited for Breath of the Wild too. Oh, are you? Yeah. I mean I really I really like the original. I mean I fell off my playthrough of it that I talked about on here a while ago, but you know. It's very fun and it's also like the trailer looks like it's going back to one of my favorite settings from Zelda, which is um Skyloft from Skyward Sword. Okay, I didn't realize it was even the same setting. I've never played Skyward Sword personally. I have no idea if it's actually the same place, but it's like the same idea of islands floating in the air, which I just find very I, cool. I love that they're putting the sky into the, like, this is going to do so much for the game. I am so excited, too. I love I love Breath of the Wild. I know a lot of people are like, blah, 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 it sucks. This is the worst Zelda game. You know, the weapon durability sucks. You know, all that weapon kind of durability stuff. is quite annoying. Weapon durability, weapon durability rules. No, it's I, under- great. I understand why the why it's there. It's just also kind of a pain. It's perfect. <laughs> You're wrong for feeling your opinions. <laughs> You're right. No, I understand completely. I I've lost all integrity. I quit the show. Oh, Shane. We've done this bit before. I'll I'll just cut it short. Oh. <laughs> I missed you, Jane. I missed you too. Don't get over my knee. <laughs> <laughs> you do realize that's... that now that there's three of those, I can't just get rid of them. I it's that's now a consistent bit running through the episode. God damn it. So I d- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the energy is weird tonight, folks. The energy is weird tonight. The energy is weird. It's too warm in my room. I'm very excited for Breath of the Wild too. I love this game. I love Breath of the Wild. Oh, do you want? What do you think is up with the protagonist situation? Do you think it's going to be Zelda? Do you think it's going to be Ganondorf? No, it's it's going to be Link. They, they they. I feel like they were pretty explicit in telling the people who wanted playable Zelda to go fuck themselves. You don't think it's going to be like a. Like it's gonna be like a you know like an ancestor of Link or like a Ganondorf possessing Link's body or like anything like that. That all sounds like insane clickbait theory stuff. I've heard a lot of people saying this stuff. Okay. Like you you never see Link's face after you never see Link's face in like the gameplay stuff. I mean, yeah, but that's most third-person action games. Yeah, but it's also a little bit weird. I don't know. I feel like the way that game marketing works is that if you've got like a huge new thing like that, you put that front and center. There are there are no surprises. You ruin everything up front to get people hyped. No surprises. Not anymore, at least. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, 
On that bummer note, <laughs> Jane, delete this episode. It's gone. Goodbye, folks. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for partaking of the nectar of the pods with us. Thank you for drinking our nectar. Bye-bye. Goodbye. That was a weird one. <laughs>